This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hey, Beat Check listeners, this is Lizzie Acker. We launched Why Though, our advice podcast, on this feed, but we're moving over to our very own Why Though feed. Come find us by searching for Why Though the Podcast wherever you listen and get even more Why Though content at OregonLive.com slash Why Though. Yay! Welcome to Why Though the Podcast. Hello, Destiny Johnson. Hello, Lizzie Acker. How are you today? I'm living my best life because the tide has turned. The weather has turned in Portland. It is overcast. It is rainy. It is twilight the movie weather and i've come into my full power once more mm-hmm. it is beautifully oregon rainy outside and you know i i love summer i do but when it starts to rain i'm also like oh i missed it i don't love the summer i'm kind of a summer <laughs> hater i don't love the sun the sun doesn't love me it's mutual um and when it starts to rain i start to get giddy i like get my books out Mm. I get my tea out I get my sweaters out Mm -hmm. all of my like little old lady hobbies are really like inside conducive they come in the only thing that gets worse is that you know I gotta walk my dog I started walking my dog in the rain but he does have an adorable raincoat oh my gosh a dog raincoat is (laughs) it doesn't really get much better than a dog raincoat I mean little kid raincoats Oof, those are very cute Oof, yeah yeah but you know what for some reason I just imagine it's easier to get a a raincoat on a dog than it is on a little kid if, I bet, I think if the little right. kid is like not today mom i think you're absolutely right yeah well welcome listeners this is why though the podcast yeah this is our podcast we do this every week we sure do and uh we get to do this podcast because lizzie writes an amazing column called why though where she gives people advice i give people all kinds of advice and uh I'm happy to do it. I love doing it. And I love coming in here every week and talking to Destiny, who produces this podcast. And She's we just really like good at it, talking to me it, and giving advice. Chat it out, figure it out, mm-hmm. and always talk about the weather because, That's true. you know what? It's important. It's and me. I bring it up a lot. I'm so sorry. I'm I very love, sensitive I lo- to the weather. <laughs> you know what? It's less like Oregon. We're always talking about the weather. And I also feel like because we get to like be here in person, we're more... It's just we have to experience it to get we here. We are so experiencing yeah. things, and mm-hmm. and I I should know that I'm wearing um, my flannel pants. I really like them. They're like pajama pants, but for work. They're really cool with the docks, though. It's the it's the mm-hmm. Pacific Northwest vibe that I really hoped for when I yeah. lived in Florida. You know, yeah. like I had a picture of what it might be. Mm-hmm. That's it. These are um just to tell you, these are Blundstone boots. Oh, and I'm s- really literally sorry. everyone. I mean, you might not have a pair because you only moved here a couple of years ago i have like five pairs of docks though yeah the um there was a day where i was with some other oregonian female oregonian employees and we were all wearing these boots yeah okay it's a thing so yeah they're i mean they're just 
easy to put on. Okay. And they're waterproof. They're cute. And I just got these ones. Um, my mom got them for me, my parents, sorry, for my birthday. Mm-hmm. I have another pair that I've probably been wearing since I moved back here. So almost 10 years and they have bit the dust. The, the, <sighs> the bottoms are coming off. So goodbye to the old. I bought the exact same them. pair mm-hmm. in new. Because it's your birthday in two days. It is. I'm yes. going to be 41 years She's old. She's going to be 41 years old. And if you want to wish Lizzie happy birthday or talk to her about any advice, mm-hmm. if you can text her. Yeah, you could text me. In fact, as a birthday present to me, you should text me. Yeah. Um, you just text the word advice to 503-751-8731. And then you just click the link and you subscribe. And you can tell me happy birthday. Because when this comes out, I will have been 41 for one day. Yes. On Yep. Absolutely. This will come out on Thursday, the 28th and Lizzie's birthday is the 27th. So you better wish her a happy birthday. Um, But through that text messaging, Lizzie will be actually texting you um, asking for advice for her column or feedback on her column or questions for her column. So today I actually did present a very weather based question. It's not just you, Destiny, who's (gasps) obsessed with weather. It is also me. I said, uh, well, what are you, umbrella or a raincoat? Mm. This is the season where we really decide and there's a lot of people in Oregon who are like umbrellas are bad blah 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 you're not a real Oregonian if you don't if you use an umbrella I think those people are wrong umbrellas can keep the rain off of your head and your face and if you those wear glasses I was just gonna say those are for people who are privileged and don't wear glasses exactly exactly <laughs> for people who wear glasses umbrellas can be a game changer yeah. I want to say raincoat and umbrella for me all the time yeah. well not all the time I mean I'm from Oregon so it's got to be raining pretty hard for me to get the umbrella yeah. out but you know I think there's a threshold also yeah well today our question is not weather-based no it is however I think perfectly suited for the two of us it is um if you've been listening to this podcast you know that I destiny am a childless spinster <laughs> um and I like it this way yeah Lizzie is not she's married and she has a very adorable child and yeah. she likes it that way I like it that way. And this question, I think, is a great volley for the two of us. Yes. Because we have these different lives. Are you mm-hmm. ready, Lizzie? I'm so ready. I love it. Okay, listeners. Advice. I hope that you're ready. This question goes, Dear Lizzie, I'm at the age where a lot of my friends have kids. Little kids. Little time-sucking kids. And I don't have any and don't want to have any. I know it's traumatic, but I kind of feel like my friends are ditching me for their babies. Is it possible for people without kids to be friends with people who have kids? Should I give up now? Signed, happily unencumbered. (laughs) Well. Well. (laughs) um, (laughs) I'll just say that um, I'm a spinster, but not like this person. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, like I'm going to give this person some leeway. I know that it can be... You know, like, before you have kids, it's so absolutely obnoxious to hear people who have kids. I feel like I've said this on the podcast before, or at least I've written it. Like, it's so obnoxious to hear people who have kids act like, say, like, things like, you have no idea what it's like to have kids. You know, hearing things like that is really annoying. And our culture really um, upholds this idea, especially for women that having children is the ultimate goal or the one of the best things, the best, most important use of your body. And sure. Time. And our so our culture is really stacked against women, especially who choose not to have kids. And I think it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to give her a little 
uh, leeway to be annoyed because this is anonymous and it's annoying. Okay, sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> and people with kids can be smug. Oh my gosh, this makes me think of sure. this. Sure. Pregnant women are smug. A song from um, uh, oh my gosh, what what are they called? It's this comedy. Two women comedy band. Oh, um, um, I want to say I'm like hollow notes. It's not hollow. No, it's not hollow. Yeah. It's, it's um yes. I yes. Know okay. Maybe we can link yes. to the pregnant women are smug. Yes. I, yeah, they're, they're it's very true. Funny. It's true. And when yeah. I was pregnant, I was I was smug too. And then when <laughs> I wasn't pregnant, I was like, man, these pregnant ladies like take it down a notch. That's um, funny. But I mean, on the I other don't, hand, I don't. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> while I don't delight, and certainly won't let we've covered my confrontational nature several times <laughs> on the show right. and if you've met me in real life I'm sure we've gone over it in real life several times <laughs> as well um I won't let anybody talk down to me for nothing about nothing right so yeah I don't like it when parents are like you don't know what it's like to but but all on the other hand I don't it's that yeah that's the other thing it's yeah. like it is, true, it is true but when you have kids like unlike pretty much any other most things like transitional things that happen to you in your life the day before you have a kid and the day after are so completely different your life yeah. is completely different forever right um and it's it is truly impossible to fully comprehend what that means and mm-hmm. i think it also means different things for different people mm-hmm. but like um like like chemically <laughs> everything oh, right. changes yeah, and you are suddenly fully responsible for the life of another thing which which i mean i remember um one time early on in my journey of having a child before right before the pandemic i had a baby right before Mm -hmm. the pandemic and i was back coming back to work just like part-time and i was working on the weekends so my husband could be with our baby Mm -hmm. and you know because like that we didn't have child care except for my my parents watched her like a one day a week and yeah anyway um and it was she was a little baby, mm-hmm. you know, because our culture, our society doesn't let us stay home for a year. She was like yeah. three three months old, um, and she's always been a very scrunchy um, baby. Yeah, she was so cute, cute, but always uh, had strong opinions, <laughs> uh, especially about me being around. Like she really wanted mm-hmm. me around, uh, and she one night I was at an event like for work. I was covering an event, and my husband called me, and he was like. I think you like really need to come home. Nona will not stop screaming. And it had been going on for a while. Um, And it was such an insane experience. Like that was the first time I was like, oh yeah, like my work is, is meaningless compared to this. Like I have to leave. Like if my kid needs me, I have to go. Yeah. doesn't matter what I'm doing. It doesn't matter that I'm at work. There's nothing in my life that equates to that. Like truly, absolutely. Mm -hmm. There is, I mean, death of a family member right that's the only thing that i feel like right you know a, a, an extreme an extreme emergency that you'd be like i'm leaving yeah, yeah. right there's right. nothing i mean like your dog has diarrhea and he's doo-dooing on the floor okay yeah. sorry that sucks <laughs> yeah. i'll be home and i'll have to clean it when right. i get home yeah you know i mean there's nothing that i have a dog obviously mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, there's nothing you know as much as i joke oh that's my that's my human son i do yeah. make that joke <laughs> it's not the same it's i wild. don't feel like it's the same i've never felt like it's mm-hmm. the same i think people who think it's the same are a little silly <laughs> i sometimes you know. am like there's similarities definitely but that thing where it's like you yeah that's not you have no other like not it, similar in, any in terms of priorities it's like this the life of this person and then everything else is at the floor and I think that this, I guess that's what I wanted to say. Like the smugness of mm-hmm. pregnant ladies, y- yes. Mm-hmm. 
have I witnessed that? Absolutely. <laughs> on the other hand, mm-hmm. you're full on like alien the movie style growing something inside it's of insane. you. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's like how do you, you have do that? another you're growing fingernails mm-hmm. and hair mm-hmm. and a liver. I you can be smug. Right. <laughs> it's a lot of you, work. Uh, and it's also yeah. like so wild that our bodies are capable of doing that. I, I don't know what that's like. <laughs> and you can be smug if you want. <laughs> and I think that ultimately what I'm getting at is I think that this happily unencumbered person mm-hmm. does not have like a a sympathy or even like an you can't have empathy for it because you're right. It's mm-hmm. not something if you don't have kids you can't understand, I don't think, truly. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't think they have a sympathy or an empathy for as much as they can for the idea that yeah it is going to be hard for you to maintain a friendship with somebody whose priorities have shifted so wildly in a way that you cannot understand yeah like in terms of that like they're they can't go out you know like i can't yeah the the non the childless person (laughs) making sacrifices right and and that is frustrating you know and it's like you need to have i think we, we were a little bit before this sort of discussing this but like it, it will work. It can work if your friendship with that person is strong enough for it to work mm-hmm. and you're willing to make those sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, you can have casual friends that go by the wayside for lots of reasons. Mm-hmm. And if, if this is not a friendship that um, is strong enough, it'll either have to be put on hold until that person is their <laughs> their child is, you know, maybe 10 sure. or like. Or it is going to be more on you or you're going to have to be more flexible. You know, you're going to have to understand that maybe your friend can't come out at eight o'clock, you know, or or can only hang out every couple months or, you know, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And, you know, I have friends that don't have kids and um, the the really good friendships are, are still there. It's just they're different. But there are also people that I've, these are people I've been friends with for so long that they've, our friendships have evolved and been different all in different periods of time in our lives. There have been years, decades where we don't even live in the same city and we're still friends. Mm -hmm. So if we don't see each other every single day or every week, even we still are friends, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to just maybe change your expectations about what that looks like. And also, and I and I really think that this is not just for kids. It could be like your friend getting sober or something mm-hmm. too, you know? If your friend got sober and you were like, Ugh, it's so annoying that they don't want to go out to the bars with me anymore, you'd be being selfish, right? Yeah. Like, so think about that, that it, your friend has changed their life in a way that for them at least feels like a change that they wanted, hopefully. <laughs> I hope, I hope. Mm-hmm. And if it's a change they didn't want, then they need your support even more. Right. Um but it's not about you Mm -hmm. and and also that's important to remember like if you feel like oh they don't show up i I invite them and they keep not showing up i'd say keep inviting them it's not about you they just can't you know Mm -hmm. for me it's been a a lot like a lot of times i i just can't i haven't been able to go to certain things or go to yeah certain events or whatever for like years Mm -hmm. and i have I know that there's people who I don't, I don't ever talk to anymore and I, they don't invite me to things anymore and I feel sad. I wish that they did still, Mm -hmm. but like I literally like I couldn't, I can't. Mm -hmm. And even especially during the pandemic, you know, there were, I think 
a lot of people had lots of different levels of safety and comfort but like there was a lot of things that I didn't go to Mm -hmm. and and also legitimately there have been months and months where my kid is sick because she goes to school with other kids Mm -hmm. and like I think it's shifting a little bit now, but, but I wouldn't want to bring her to a place or bring me to a place with you if I am contagious myself. So it's like, that's another thing that I think people who aren't around kids all the time might not fully comprehend. It's like, no, I just don't want to get you sick. (laughs) Yeah. Well, as a person who, um, has poor health and gets sick worse than other people because of my poor health, I do appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I think as a, as a, I was talking a little bit with Lizzie about this, you know, like I'm childless by choice. I think Mm -hmm. it'll probably be a choice that I will have for my whole life. It's just how I think I'd, I'd like to live my life and lots of people have different opinions about that. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel very privileged, um, that, you know, when I get off of work, regardless of how easy or how difficult my work day is, nobody is waiting for me to do anything. (laughs) I'm the only person waiting for me to feed me, Mm -hmm. except my dog, you know, who's always happy to see me. (laughs) He's never in a bad mood. You know what I mean? Like he's never needing anything more from me than I have to give. That's not the case with kids or people in your life, like other relationships in your life. And, um, you know, I can, if I want to go to bed as soon as I get home, I could make that choice. Yeah, amazing. I, I could stay up until 2 in the morning reading a book. And you know who's the only person who's having a bad day because of that tomorrow? Me. Yeah. It, it's living a life without children. I've heard this rhetoric. It's selfish. In a lot of ways, it is selfish. No. In <laughs> a wonderful way. Right. To me. Yeah. I get to make whatever decision I want to make. I'm very grateful for that. It's an mm-hmm. intentional choice. But I have to understand. I, I do understand. And I feel... Um, very sensitive toward my friends who have kids and understand that it's not like a sacrifice that they're unwilling to make, but it is a sacrifice isn't even the right word, but that there's just more things on the plate, right? Because there's more people pulling from that plate. <laughs> so <laughs> when they have an equally rough day at work, they get to go home to their kids who need things from them emotionally oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. need to talk at them mm-hmm. you know even just the space to <laughs> then use your listening ears to engage with somebody yeah and continue to have an upbeat attitude after you've had an upbeat attitude all day that's a yeah. lot it's you a know lot. so like then to turn around and ask them hey do you want to hang out right i mean like you as a somebody who doesn't have kids you have to be conscientious of how much farther somebody with kids is stretching themselves on a daily basis Mm -hmm. like it doesn't really it might not seem like a lot when you're not looking at the minutiae but the minutiae makes it like a lot yeah and like just being a little more sympathetic will save these friendships if you're interested in saving them right yeah it maybe sounds like they're not they're maybe not maybe they're not saving them but if you are right having a little bit of sympathy and empathy in meeting someone where they are bring coffee when the person's taking their kid to the park right and totally. then you guys are hanging out and yeah. you know like just change your perspective mm-hmm. on the friendship and yeah. you can maintain a friendship for sure absolutely i mean yeah i think i think it just goes back to like well first of all you have to be willing to i'm very impressed destiny that you have this like it, it's hard when you don't have kids to like really understand how much time and energy it takes like emotional energy mm. and um so i think that like hopefully 
hopefully everyone who doesn't have kids has that understanding I but i don't think they do to emotion to, like yeah. because i do feel so drained at the end of the day mm-hmm. and i think my mom was such a young mom i think about this a lot yeah like, i remember when my mom turned 30 mm-hmm. i was 12 that's wild yeah. you know what i mean and i think if mm-hmm. i had, if i had came home to a 12 year old yeah. I, I wouldn't have the gas right you know right. what i mean like yeah so. i mean i definitely waited to have kids like w- i have one child mm-hmm. and that's all i'm having and uh i was 36 when she was born mm-hmm. so like oh god i was 37 mm-hmm. yeah i was 37 <laughs> um yeah. and um i felt like at that point in my life i at least um was a aware enough about myself sure. and you know, I didn't even want to be going out to bars and things like that, right. to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a lot <laughs> of work. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work to have one. It's, um, it seems like a lot more work to have two or three sure. or, and, um, but also it's a hard, it's hard to maintain like, this part of yourself that's separate from your kids Mm. or that's like who you are as a human person beyond mom. Mm. And I think it's really amazing to have friends who are willing to cut you some slack, to Mm -hmm. think about your perspective and to be there for you for what you need. And, and I really think really good, strong friendships are the kind that go through all kinds of phases. Sure. And, sometimes you don't talk to someone for a year mm-hmm. i mean i have lots of friends that i have i consider like people i love and i don't talk to them all the time or i yeah. haven't talked to them in a while but i know that if i were to see them or if they were to call me i would i would pick up the phone if mm-hmm. i could you know um and sometimes i can't right but like the ones that are i know are sticking around friends are the ones who keep calling mm-hmm. you know and um that matters it really matters and like when you have also when you have a baby for example when you when you just have a baby is so all-consuming it might be the only thing you can talk about for a while yeah and so it's perfectly reasonable and i think there's like another side to this there's plenty of people who want to have kids and can't have kids and for those people that can be especially like harrowing Mm -hmm. (laughs) very very challenging to be around people who just had kids or who have kids and i mean i know i had a miscarriage when i was you know 15 weeks pregnant before i had nona and there was that period of time after that and before i got pregnant again and even you know a little bit when i was pregnant again because it's so scary that like being around people with kids was really hard Mm. as if you don't and if you're like going through years and years of infertility and stuff like that being around people with kids can be so hard. But if you're, so I think it goes both ways. Like the people with kids have to understand that this could be very hard mm-hmm. and challenging for your friends also who don't have kids for whatever reason. And um, we all have to give each other some compassion and slack and yeah. not expect things that our friends can't give us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like I think ultimately we're all adults here. Yeah. You have to decide what friendships you want to keep in your life. Right. And which ones you don't and which ones are worth the time that you have to put in Mm -hmm. and not. Because ultimately, if somebody has a kid and they can't maintain the friendship to what you would like it to be, Mm -hmm. that person can't be friends with you. Right. That's it. It, it, Because regardless of the obstacle, Mm -hmm. 
if you want one if, if it's imbalanced yeah because of anything because of sobriety because of a child mm-hmm. because of a, a new hobby because right. of a new boyfriend yeah exactly or, girlfriend or partner mm-hmm. like then it's not the friendship for you right so and you know the like the thing about friendship unlike you know marriage is mm-hmm. that there's no contractual obligation um for you or legal requirement um you know there's mm-hmm. no, there's no, you don't have to call a lawyer to, you won't have to pay alimony. Yeah. To yeah. dissolve the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just like respond in kind, mm-hmm. you know, like we can't all th- not. And also like if your friendship fades away, it doesn't mean either of you are bad people. Right. It just means that maybe this wasn't this. It was, it was what it was when it was. And mm-hmm. now things have evolved. Yeah, Absolutely. I um I was telling Lizzie when I was, you know, say ten years ago. Yeah. Um, I'm from a small town, and a lot of people started having kids right out of high school. It was wow. a lot harder to maintain friendships with people who started having children right out of high school. Oh gosh. Because yeah. it was like, should I stay in my major? And your friend would be like, "My baby has colic," and you're like, "Um, yeah, you're on real different paths there." Yeah. It's it 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 became. I mean, when you're 20, you're like some of the least empathetic pieces oh of shit gosh. you'll ever be in your life. You know what I mean? Even if you're a good person, yeah. you're just like everybody's a little bit of a bad person in their 20s, oh, yeah. early 20s, late teens. Yeah. You know, like so. I did have some, you know, like close friends in you know graduating high school that I just kind of faded away from because like they were kicking into adult overdrive and I was like yeah. going into the protected shelter of a four-year university. Yeah. It was just very different. Totally. Now, I, I don't know how old happily unencumbered is, Yeah, but I'm seeing my roommate go through this mm-hmm. where her friends, I mean, my roommate is my age, like around mm-hmm. 30, 31, mm-hmm. um, where a lot of her friends are getting married mm-hmm. and having young children. So I think mm-hmm. this is the area in yeah. life where this normally happens. Right. If you're not from like a kind of a small town. Um, and I th- now I think it's easier because we are adults and we can understand and we can be more totally. empathetic about like yeah. uh, some of the things in life that are like a little unfavorable yeah. and like how we can get through them and just be better for one. <laughs> right. Exactly. And like, you know, when you're in your mid to late 30s, mm-hmm. your friends are already also like, well, I mean, not everyone, but maybe less interested in going out and yeah, staying up late like and partying to together. You know, yeah, like, like the time is more meaningful and mm-hmm. you're busier. So it is already harder right. to get together. Yeah. So. Like even my friends with without kids have have responsibilities. Right. right like right. they have dogs. They have their homeowners. Mm-hmm. They have careers. You Trying know to their I mean? families who yeah. probably live far away. Yeah. So they're using vac- vacation time for mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. But I also I mean, and I like sometimes i you know i have one my my best friend has no kids and she has like a dream life (laughs) 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 you know like no she does i mean whatever but like she goes on lots of trips she has really good friends she has i am her friend still you know but i i also think that sometimes you know there's all kinds of friendships we can have and Mm -hmm. Friendship isn't like a zero sum game. Like you can be friends with lots and lots of people mm-hmm. and, and different times in your life. And currently the people I spend the most time with that are friends are people with kids. Mm-hmm. And it's probably because we have a shared interest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kids yeah. <laughs> are like, um, or, you know, we have similar schedules. Sure. We live in similar neighborhoods. Like mm-hmm. we can, we can get together and, um, 
also share and I think, similar struggles. Right. And and that's okay too. Like Definitely. it's if you unencumbered happily unencumbered, I hope can find people that also don't have kids. Uh-huh. Because it, there should be a safe space for her. I'm I guess we're assuming I'm assuming it's a girl. But um to say like, man, people with kids are annoying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like you do need to have that that outlet and you don't need to just have the same five friends you know it's it is hard to make friends as adults but i do think it's something that um we should all try to do because having friends makes your life better yeah babe join a book club or something right if you're like looking for find a hobby new friends yeah Mm -hmm. find a hobby make friends in that hobby and then it doesn't even matter if they have kids because you meet them once a week and their life outside of that doesn't really matter you know like there's lots of ways to like work around this problem but yeah. ultimately i think the real answer i mean expert advice giver yeah. if you agree just like maybe have a little more empathy for the people in your life yeah have a little more empathy and also you know i i think the answer is yes but you also have to decide is your is this friendship worth it is going to require a little more out of you mm-hmm. i mean that is as annoying as it is and i agree that it can be annoying that's like the reality of the situation because your friend with a kid just has now has this thing in their life that no matter what is always going to take precedence over hanging out with you. And it should. And it should. It should. Yeah. You know, if if it didn't, then your friend would possibly be committing child abuse. So, you know, like that's how it is. That's just it. They're they're doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. And um, if you want to stay in their life you can mm-hmm. but it will take a little bit of extra work and just right. flexibility you know like like you know i i have these two really close friends have been friends since you know elementary school and one of them has kids that are a little older than mine and the other one doesn't have kids and i feel like when it comes to when we can hang out we all have these constraints but they're always like lizzie what is your deal <laughs> like you tell us when you can mm-hmm. hang out because i you know i still have to deal with bedtime the kid mm-hmm. that the person that has older kids she doesn't have to deal right. with bed. like like okay yes her children have a bedtime but they're old enough that, that it doesn't really matter who's there to do it mm-hmm. and it's not like i'm the only one who can do bedtime but if i'm not gonna do it you know it's, it's just not our mm-hmm. it's not our regular flow of things mm-hmm. and it's gonna require some Mm-hmm. someone else to, <laughs> to do it so um yeah and that's the thing also i think the time period when when people have kids that need so much of their time and attention is actually not super long but when it's happening it's very intense mm-hmm. like a three-year-old I, that requires a lot yeah and she's lovely and i love her mm-hmm. but it's it's a full-time thing yeah <laughs> i can literally only imagine <laughs> But that doesn't mean I don't hang out with people, you know, or right. I don't ha- have friends who don't have kids. I do. It just requires, I can't just be like, oh, sure, I'll show up right now, whatever. Yeah, because the other, the flip side of that coin is that parents also deserve time with people. Totally. So, so it, it is worth also people without children to put in the effort. Yeah. Because the, it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, your friends who, have children mm-hmm. were your friends theoretically before they had children and mm-hmm. now they have this child who you should also love right you can like them yeah. and i mean like i it's incredibly important to me to see these people mm-hmm. and spend time outside like mm-hmm. like i was saying before you know you lose you don't lose it but you can lose this part of yourself that is like the person you are mm-hmm. beyond mom mm-hmm. 
and I it's really important to me to like be around those people and um, have friends I, I find like going on walks with my friends and seeing them getting dinner like this is one of the most important things in my life mm-hmm. even though I can't do it all the time I, I do I, it makes me feel like a human being mm-hmm. so yeah did we get did we advice I think we did but if you have thoughts about oh Lizzie's gosh advice, yes I would love it I would love to hear your thoughts honestly like I would love to hear them in text form. Yeah. If you want to, you could text me. You could text the word advice to 503-751-8731 and then just click the link and subscribe. Very good. And you could also reach out to us um, other ways. Our, our, all of our information is read- readily available on the internet. It sure is. It'll be in the description below. This is a weekly podcast, but if you want to read the more distilled version of this advice and many other pieces of advice for your life, you can read Lizzie's advice column, Why Though, at OregonLive.com slash Why Though, W-H-Y-T-H-O. That's where the column is yeah. and old episodes of this Why Though, the podcast that you're listening to right now. Yeah, and you should. You should click on it. There's lots to read. We've been doing this. Actually, we've been doing the podcast for a little while, mm-hmm. and I've been writing the column for a couple of years, mm-hmm. wildly enough. Um, and also, you know, send me your questions. I, we love to talk about these things and, um, also email me and tell me I'm wrong. I love to hear that as well. <laughs> Don't email me and tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. I'll probably cry. But, <laughs> I'm uh, used to it. I'm more <laughs> used to it. And, um, you know, you know, it's going to be a day late when you get this, but you can also email me and wish me a happy birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do that. Do that portion of Cause it. Cause apparently 41 is sort of like a, an uninspired number. I think it's interesting because it's you know prime number yes um but otherwise might not be one of the big birthdays i mean same with 31 so I'll that's be true i know i like that we're 10 years apart yeah pretty much exactly yeah almost. yeah almost. 31 you know what i'd say my life really got interesting at 31 i feel like i was more of an adult at 31 than i was at 30 well last year tried to murder me so hopefully this year will be it's gonna be better for me up. 30 was absolute madness mm, in terms okay. of a year. Fully self brought on by myself. Oh. But I was, yeah, I don't oh. know if I was having a identity crisis or what, but it was a wild time. In my life. I didn't plan for it just for the listeners at home. <laughs> my pancreas gave out, so I didn't really have you choice didn't, in that. No, that, yeah. wasn't <laughs> that, was, that wasn't yeah, on you. That wasn't on you. happened. Mine was more of like a month long, anyway. many months long bender and a, then I moved back here. I moved to Oregon. Oh, okay. I moved so back. So ten year anniversary of moving back. Well, out. I actually moved back when I was thirty one. Yeah, thirty one. Yeah. Well, wish Lizzie <laughs> a happy ten years back in Oregon, <laughs> and also happy birthday. Yeah, Thank and also s- it's almost Destiny's birthday. It is BTW. 10-4. 10-4, good buddy. So next week we'll be talking about Destiny's birthday. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you have any thoughts, questions, concerns, go ahead and email us. We'd love to hear your questions and your gossip. Oh, we love gossip. We love gossip. So reach out. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Why Though the Podcast. Listen to other episodes and read my column at OregonLive.com slash why though. You can support us by leaving a five-star review or heading over to OregonLive.com slash pod support.